It's important to build the skills and knowledge on what to do in times of distress because we don't want to feel displaced. We want to feel prepared. This is Katie Gordon and you're listening to the Wait Is Over podcast. Welcome health and freedom seekers. Sit back and relax as you come on this journey of overcoming obstacles so you can lose weight, gain health and live the life you've been looking for. Hello freedom seekers and welcome to this week's show. I'm your host Katie Gordon and the wait is over with Dietless Living 360 Degrees. There's no recipes, food regimes or exercise programs to follow. This is simply about how to take your life back, how to take control, because we all have a voice and we want to be heard. We want to forget about dieting, focus on living and lose weight. And to do that, we have to develop our personal health leadership skills so that we can find our freedom through a new state of mind. A new state of mind that moves us beyond the obstacles and challenges of life and our own unconscious programs because that's ultimately what's really impacting on our weight and health and causing habit relapse. And the purpose of this podcast is to share with you what I learned over 25 years in dieting hell and spending over $100,000 working out how to step into dietless living. And there's really a lot that we can do to assist ourselves and others to get through those ups and downs of our life, through those tough times. And it's such an important skill to build. That's why I developed personal health leadership. It's important to build the skills and knowledge on what to do in times of distress because we don't want to feel displaced. We want to feel prepared. We really need to just learn how to bounce better. I mean, that's what resilience is, is the ability to bounce back, the ability to, you know, bring yourself back into shape after you've been pulled apart and twisted and, you know, you feel very disjointed in times of sudden stress or anxiety, sudden changes that happen in our life. When challenges come, we can feel very displaced and that's because we feel displaced within ourselves, in our emotional and mental states as we grapple with whatever it is that's happening and attempt to uh, take it on and move forward while we still do in the do of life, whatever that may be in that instance. And we really just do have to learn how to bounce better. But have you ever noticed that it seems harder rather than easier each time you're faced with a new unexpected challenge? And you'd think that the the more challenges that you go through, the easier it would get because you're building skills and uh, coping with things are better along the way. But unless we're actually developing good specific coping skills, then those challenges can really wear us down to a nub, which is what sort of feels so hard when the next one comes. Because the coping skills that we reach for usually are compounding our stress and anxiety rather than alleviating it. It's a bit like a bee sting, you know, with a bee sting, you don't develop resilience or resistance to it, the more times you get stung by a bee, it's building up in your system. 
So the more you're actually affected by it. And that's how challenges in life are. If we're not actively building our coping skills, and each time a challenge comes, we're feeling a little more depleted each time. And no matter where you're actually at right now in this moment, you can build your mental, emotional and physical health and well-being along with that resilience muscle. And that's what personal health leadership is all about, building your resilience muscles so that in those tough times, you make great choices and decisions for yourself so that you move through those times with great health, with great clarity, being in charge of your emotional state and being able to direct yourself through those troubled waters and come out the other end on calm seas. And here's 14 ways that I've built my personal health leadership skills over my life. And this is the way that you can find freedom in challenging times as well. So number one, be discerning. Be discerning about what it is that you're filling your mind with. What is it that you're watching, listening to and reading and also who you're talking to and what topics of conversation that you're talking about. Because all of this input, what you read, whether you're reading newspapers, if you're in a state of fear and anxiety, reading a newspaper is really just going to compound that. So, and if you're watching things on TV that are drama filled, are you listening to sad songs or angry songs or songs that are, you know, like heavy metal grunge, you know, things that are dragging your energy down. You want to make sure that you're filling your mind with things that are dragging your energy up because that's really what we have to do in challenging times. We have to literally pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and drag our mental, emotional, and physical energy up out of the pits and number two is to check in with yourself many times a day about how and what you're feeling and do you like how you're feeling in that moment or not and if you don't what is it that you can do to elevate your mood or swap your mood for something else now we can do that we can swap our mood out for one other. If we identify that we're in a mood that we don't like, we can choose to swap out. Sometimes it's not easy. I know I've got a very difficult mind that I have to work with and it is not always easy. And sometimes you have to swap out multiple times in a row um, and consistently to get into that place that you want to be feeling. It isn't easy, but it is necessary to be able to do that. And number three, be upfront with how you feel about whatever's happening, at least with yourself and preferably with somebody else. And do think about who's actually gone through whatever you're going through and who you can reach out to to ask for advice. Somebody has already gone through what you're going through and they will be able to provide some insight or some information or just be able to normalize what's happening for you in that moment. And it's really, really necessary to be very honest, at least with yourself, about how you're feeling. We do like to put on the positive face. We do like to uh, be optimistic in those times, but it's also essential to be completely honest about how you feel because some things feel shit, right? That's just how life is. 
And it's okay to have your Pollyanna hat on. It's fine to be optimistic, but it's really, really is essential to understand and be clear how you actually feel about what's happening. This is happening. It feels like rubbish. This is how I feel. Now, how can I switch out and find another feeling? That's okay. Like that's not ignoring how you feel. That's acknowledging where you are. This is it. I'd also like to feel this in this moment. It may not dissipate that, but I can choose another feeling. I can feel two things in tandem. And really the antidote to stress is the other one because you can't feel sad and lonely or stressed and depressed if you're finding your way through to a happy feeling. And the fastest way to do that is simply to find a playfulness mood. But we'll talk about that in a different podcast. And number four is to talk about what you're experiencing. It's good to get it out of you and you never know what important advice is going to come back to you when you start talking, whether you're just talking to a stranger on the street that you've met at the lights or someone in a lift or at the shopping centre in the shopping queue. You never know what advice is going to come back and it is really good to get your words out. We all have a lot of words that we need to get out. I have a great friend who talks about that, that we really all just want to get our words out. So make sure you get your words out every day because that is a way to lighten yourself is just to get those words out. And number five is allow your mind to rest. Allow you to rest. It's really important, even if your schedule and your day is just jam-packed with stuff you've got to get through, it's really important to allow space for your mind to rest. Now, resting in the gaps is something that I talk about in a lot of podcasts and what I teach specifically in the Dietless Living Personal Health Leadership course, because this is actually a really big skill to develop and master. And number six is to find the right balance between downtime and planning forward so that you can ensure that you're living your life by design and not by default. Because in times of challenges, we just get swept away in whatever is happening and the things that have been important to us, whether it's exercise, whether it's eating well, whether it's our hobbies, connecting with partners and loved ones, social time, maybe it's group sports. Some of these things just slide away way in those times but we need to make sure that if we cannot maintain all those things at the moment in that moment that we are continually thinking about where we're going to bring it back in we must continue to plan our life forward or it just becomes a life lived by default and number seven is get outside we really need to have outside time we need outside space we need natural light we need fresh air we need open spaces and expansive views to be able to think clearly for our mind to actually rest. We need to get in touch with our outside environment. It doesn't have to be a lot. It can just be a few minutes a day here and there. In fact, it's actually better if you've got a few minutes every day dotted into your morning, your middle of the day and your evening rather than just going, I'll get a bit of outside time on the weekend. 
it is these small micro moments that will help slide you through the difficult times rather than sort of putting things aside and doing them in a big chunk because big chunks are hard to do when you know life is challenging and number eight is develop a playfulness attitude because we need to override the seriousness of everything that's happening in life. Black humor is actually very useful in challenging time. Not a lot of people understand that it's okay to find humor in dark moments. It is okay to be able to alleviate stress and anxieties and just worry through the gift of humor and playfulness. It's all right to do that. And in fact, it's absolutely necessary because nobody can live in a state of stress and depression and and grief and all of those kinds of emotions. You can't live in that 24-7. So you do need to lead yourself occasionally. Now, those little windows of time might just be five minutes here, five minutes there, something, but we need to release that pressure on the stress and anxiety. And number nine is drop the drama because we can all drop the drama in a moment and the easiest way to drop the drama is to dance. Dance to at least one geeky song every day, whether you're doing it in the morning, whether you do it at lunchtime, whether you do it in the moment in a toilet cubicle because that's the only moment you've got. Remember a geeky song, just bust out a couple of moves and that helps to change your physical state which will help change your mental and emotional state. And number 10 is eat a lot of fresh fruit and vegetables, especially ones with a high water content in them. They will help hydrate your body. They will help keep your blood flowing. They will help you think clearly and stay hydrated with nice, fresh, cool water. And number 11 is move your body daily. It's so essential for us to break our physical state from one of this, in which is what we do when we're in times of strife and stress, we hunch and crunch. So it's really important to expand our body, to use our muscles. So you can dance, you can stretch, you can do cardio, you can go to the gym, punch out a few weights. You can do all kinds of things. You can do five minutes on a rebounder. You can use a hula hoop. You can do anything and the more fun that it is, the more enjoyment you're going to get from it and that means that you're going to want to do it again very soon, hopefully a couple of times a day, at least once a day. But, you know, you can simply just put a bit more swagger in your walk and start to move your body as you flow around because we get very stiff and rigid in times of strife and stress. So move your body daily. And number 12 is get out and walk. Every day, get outside and walk. Walking is so good for us because it's bilateral stimulation and it relaxes your nervous system by stimulating the left and right side of your brain, which is what we really need in those stressful times. We need to relax our nervous system and walking is such a great way to do it. I do recommend that you do it without listening to a podcast and without talking to someone else. Just 
walking and getting in touch with your breath and your mind and your body and your surroundings. And that will actually include many of the other points that I've suggested. You'll be doing it all in one. You'll be getting your outside time. You'll be getting playfulness side of yourself. You'll be in touch with what you're doing and starting to relax. And number 13 is to look for ways to get more living into your life rather than working. Because what we tend to do in these stressful times is we just throw ourselves at the problem, which comes down to some kind of work. Busy activities, sometimes the pressure is work, sometimes the pressure is finances, sometimes it is actually just a place that we throw ourselves into in times of stress. I know I've been a workaholic many times in stressful times because it's something to keep me busy. But the reality is we need to actually be putting in a lot more living rather than a lot more working. And last but definitely not least is number 14, stay forward focused and proactive. We must always peel ourselves off the couch, peel ourselves out of bed and peel ourselves out of the moment that we're in, put pen to paper and sketch out something positive that we can do that proactively helps us in that moment and keeps us forward focused. It's your life. Step out of the waiting room and take the reins and be responsible for your own mental, emotional and physical well-being. Build your personal health leadership skills every single day. This doesn't happen by osmosis. You really do have to get in and do the work. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave us a comment and share it with your friends. And if you actually need some more help with this, just book in for a private session and let's just get it done this week. Because life is for living and an ounce of adjustment is always easier to implement than 20 pound of change. It's time to find your freedom and enjoy the life you've been looking for.